You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Broadcasting from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57, this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dreamlawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right, Tim Donnelly Show, live from Super Bowl Radio Row. I'm Tim Donnelly. Robbie Vogler here in Arizona along with me, back at the studio, making sure everything's running smoothly. Our guy, Richie Somerville. And uh, and I'll tell you right now, Radio Row, this is my first time. The, excite, the excitement building. Uh, we've been here all day. We've been chatting up. Everybody that'll, that'll chat with us, we'll play you some of those conversations coming up a little bit later on. Um, but it, it, it's... It's pretty darn cool, and it is a uh, pretty darn appropriate level of pomp and circumstance for the biggest game in American sports, North American sports, right? The Super Bowl's coming up, uh, and, and with that being the case, we'll open up the call and text lines. That, of course, being the Dream Lawns text line, 757-687-9494 is that Dream Lawns text line. It's also the call in line, 757 687 94 Chiefs and Eagles, that's the game. Uh, and actually, the, the more and more I think about it, right, and they, they put in this this bye week intentionally uh, so we can, A, do things cool, like come out here to Arizona, but but also they, they do this kind of uh, this gap to give us enough time to think of, think what we think about the game and then think about what we think about when we think, you know what I mean? We, we get to get it to levels of inception. And my gut reaction to this game was these two teams are – totally and completely different right you have kind of the old guard in kansas city you have this uh new team trying to establish themselves in the eagles you have a quarterback that is quite literally hampered from running up against a quarterback that maybe the biggest thing they bring to the 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 table is their ability to be a powerful runner and then and then all of a sudden the similarities start jumping out at you and, and you start to realize maybe this game is more like looking in a mirror than you think. Uh, there was a viral tweet from Field Yates ESPN uh, that, that caught the Internet by storm a couple of, a couple of days ago. And um, well, we'll just look at it like this. Playoff and, and uh, regular season. So combining the two, both of these teams have scored 546 points exactly. Okay? 546 points scored each exactly when you include regular and postseasons both obviously sitting at 16 and 3 overall both with six all pros but it gets crazier than that both with six all pros including a kelsey brother and their quarterback both number one seeds you start diving into this this uh this this matchup and it starts to be unlocked more and more and more and more it starts to be unlocked more and more and more and more that these two teams are more similar than you think. And they're also both set up for future success, right? Because all that's the current stuff going on right now. All of that is the stuff that, that hits on Sunday for the big game. But in actuality, these two teams could realistically be here more times, right? And obviously meaning more times in the matchup, but also individually. If you tell me each of these two teams is going to be in the Super Bowl three of the next ten, I'd believe you. Maybe more than that, I'd believe you. 
Now, I'm not going to predict those sorts of things, but the Chiefs have all those good things that we talked about, 546 points scored, six All-Pros, 16-3, and number one seed, and they have Mahomes locked up on a very team-friendly deal for, for that long, right? We're looking at 10 years, essentially. And they have all their future draft picks. This is not a team that is all in. Right, the, the 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 team a season ago that was in this position from the NFC, the Rams, they were so all in it was ridiculous. Right, they they had to win or else it would all be seen as a failure. That's not what the Chiefs have lined up, and matter of fact, that's not what the Eagles have lined up. Matter of fact, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. They have, according to Pro Football Focus, five of the top ten at their position, offensive linemen. They have a quarterback that is brand new to the scene as an elite quarterback. They have a coach with a lot of energy, and they have two first-round picks coming up this year. Not only do they have all of their picks, they've got an extra pick. It's, it's kind of the, the benefit of their, their trepidation in, in buying into what Jalen Hurts was selling. right? The, and the, the benefit is simply they didn't know if he was their guy, so they had contingency plans. Right? They wanted to take one of their first-round picks from a season ago and translate it, basically transfer it to a first-round pick the following year. That's exactly what they did, knowing that, hey, we might have to, you know, if we stink, we might have to trade up and go get our quarterback. Well, guess what? Now that they didn't stink, matter of fact, the opposite of, of stunk, they were really gosh darn good. Now that they're in that situation, they get to take those picks that they had earmarked for maybe getting their quarterback next year and blow it up to whatever else they need to. So it's, it's, it's shades of, of, of gray here when you look at these two teams. You know, it's ironic. Again, we're sitting here on, on Radio Row um, in Arizona, right? All of the different media entities, right? You, I mean, think of all the biggest national sports shows that, that uh, you pay attention to. They're all kind of going on around us. And somebody, and it's, it's from an, another station, went around and polled everybody, right? They went around and tapped on tables and said, hey, uh, you know, Anonymous is you're not going to be attached to it, but Chiefs are Chiefs are Eagles, right? We're just doing it for us. We just we just want to talk about it on the show. Chiefs are Eagles, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So I was paying attention. Darn near fifty percent, and that's what you want out of a Super Bowl, right? If you could guarantee me that like a ten point underdog was going to be in the mix, then then sure, perhaps I'd like to have that game. But if if I'm going into a game and and I, you don't tell me how it ends up. I just want two super evenly matched teams that can do a little bit of everything. Or have somebody so good doing one thing that you can't take them away completely. Right? I look at the Eagles and I think complete team. I look at the Eagles and I think they have the better offensive line, the better defensive line, the better receiving core, the better weapons, the better running backs, the better defense for the most part, up and down the board. I look at the, the Chiefs and I go, they just got to be close and everything else because they have Patrick Mahomes. They have a guy that was so good that in the AFC Championship game, he basically threw for 330 yards and was the best player on the field, and he couldn't run, or at least couldn't run like he normally does, couldn't run like he should, couldn't run like like the part that makes him special, couldn't 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 run like uh like Patrick Mahomes normally does which does upset me a little bit because we we I I do traditionally like to put a little bit of a little bit of coinage on 
Patrick Mahomes over in rushing totals. So I'm I'm out of that game until he proves he can run. But but it's by the way that's a a little bit of a a teaser. Big game bets will be coming up later in the show. Inland Reef Bar and Grill bringing you those big game bets. Hopefully they'll be better than uh, betting on the guy with the hurt ankle to go over in rushing yards. But I promise. Actually, no promises. Who knows where we'll go with that? You're going to have to tune in to find out. Um, (laughs) So, again, call and text lines open, 757-687-9494. That is the call-in line. That is also the Dream Lawns text line, 757-687-9494. To show you how this goes, we will open those up and hopefully get some of your responses quick in this first hour. In the meantime, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the news of the weekend, Kyrie traded to the Mavs, trying to upend all of our momentum here at the Super Bowl. We're in Arizona for Radio Row. We're in Arizona to talk football. And Kyrie Irving said, well, you know me, I like attention. That's coming up next. Stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Giving you the latest from the NFL's biggest game. It's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dreamlawns. Live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are broadcasting from the Pitbull Tobacco & More broadcast booth. All of our guests join us in the Pitbull Tobacco & More guest chair. Here's the... uh, Here's the way Kyrie Irving works, everybody. Kyrie Irving works like, um, I don't know, a a toddler of some kind. As soon as he is not the center of attention for a couple of minutes and he senses somebody else might be getting a few more uh, eyeballs pointed at him, yep, he's going to do something that makes all the attention go back to him. Uh, Call and text lines open 757-687-9494. Kyrie Irving traded to the Mavs. Will the Mavs regret that decision? 757-687-9494. I'll tell you what Kyrie Irving is the walking embodiment of. If you're good enough, you can get away with anything. He is the the walking embodiment of the better you are, the longer leash you have. Let's let's just go through a few of the things Kyrie's gone through or or I should say put his teams through. Uh, not able to make it work with LeBron, not able to make it work with Jason Tatum, not able to make it work with James Harden, not able to make it work with Kevin Durant. He has sat out games for for COVID vaccine reasons, whether you agree or disagree, that that happened. Uh, He has taken personal leave absences. He has been suspended for spreading anti-Semitic movies. He has clashed with numerous teams, numerous teammates, numerous coaches. And he asked for a trade last week and was moved to play alongside Luka Doncic on Sunday. Think about that. Think, think about how immediate and, and incredible that reaction was. Think about how immediate and swift that reaction was from a team that owes him nothing, that, ha- that he has given essentially nothing. Now, now ask yourself why. One, because he's really gosh darn good. Here's Jorge Sedano uh, on, on game day talking about what he makes the match. I think ultimately the fit is going to be fantastic once they get their chemistry down because, if anything, Luka resembles LeBron more offensively than Kevin Durant, and I don't even think that's close, to be frank with you, uh, in regards to stylistically how LeBron and Luka play. 
So Kyrie has that experience with a player like that. And I think that the Mavs have put themselves in a position to be potentially the front runner in the Western Conference, in a Western Conference that's all jumbled together and, and is really wide open right now. That right there is why Kyrie Irving can get away seemingly with anything. Because the moment you put him on your team, as long as the rest of the squad isn't, isn't completely downtrodden, the moment you put him on your team, you can talk yourself into it being a championship contender or a better championship contender, or a more explosive championship contender, or a more dynamic championship. You can you can put whatever word you want on it, whatever you need to twist your way into, right? Oh, well, Luka is more like LeBron than Kevin Durant, so Kevin or Kyrie Irving is going to fit in perfectly. Think about what you just said. If you're a player and you can't fit alongside LeBron, KD, or Luka, you're, you're in the wrong business. Why do you go ahead and do it? Because he is always good enough to make it work it. Make it worth it. I don't I don't know if he will, right? That's that's will he make it worth it? Well, he's done so once he and LeBron and K Love paired up and won a championship in Cleveland. Other than that, they haven't haven't been able to put it together. Haven't been able to pair it out. I saw how good he was firsthand. I told you on air a couple days ago uh, when when the Nets hosted the Knicks in, in Brooklyn. Uh, I was at the game up there visiting a buddy, and I saw him for the last, like, four minutes take over a basketball game, and he was light years better than, than anyone else on the court. And this was a court that didn't have KD, but it had Jalen Brunson. It had Julius Randle. They weren't even close. As soon as Kyrie is not good enough, they'll stop putting up with him. Until then... He can, he, he can, and he knows he can push and pull and, and act with number one in mind, and of course, number one being him. Let's go to the call in line, 757 687 9494. It's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Uh, Shay in Yorktown is on the call in line, 757 687 9494. Shay, thanks for calling in. What do you have to say about Kyrie? Hey, uh, Tim. Uh, thanks for taking the call. So mm-hmm. I, I think this is a, a good comparison here. I'm going to compare Kyrie Irving to Aaron Rodgers, and, and this is my, my points of why. Um, both of them are, are still immensely talented, but not worth the drama. Neither one of them have done anything since winning their championships, and they're always going to find a way to make themselves the center of attention. Um, I, I hope it works out. I like the Mavs. I like Luka, I, I, but I think it's not going to just like wherever Aaron Rodgers ends up here or ends up this year upon being traded which he like will be traded he'll probably take his team in a nice run he'll still be Aaron Rodgers but at the end of the day he's not going to win it for you and he's going to make it about himself and I'll take my uh, my call up here with that bud appreciate it Shay uh here's and and if you weren't taking your calls or your, your the the response off the air here's would have been my question uh is it different because Aaron Rodgers hasn't switched and flip-flopped teams a bunch of times already. It does feel worse for Kyrie because he's already burned bridges, right? Cleveland has not gone well. Boston has not gone well. Now Brooklyn has not gone well. So so Aaron Rodgers, I mean, for better or worse, like the, the Packers still owe him for the championship. I kind of under believe that if you win somebody a championship, 
everything else is worth it because every other team – I mean, think of, think of how much uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns would put up with for a championship. The New York Jets would put up for a championship. If, if you went to any of them and said, listen, your quarterback is going to be a multiple-time MVP, he's going to win you a championship, but it's 10 years of drama. They're going to go, drum, sign me up. But if you go to the Brooklyn Nets and you say, you're going to sign up for Kyrie Irving, he's going to be an all-star, He's going to play, what was it, 17 games together with uh, James Harden and Kevin Durant, 80-something total with Kevin Durant, and then he's going to force his way out again? You're getting the drama without the championship. And that's the problem here. Uh, you know, if, if – and that's why, I mean, we'll go to to one of Kyrie's former teammates, the, the, the LeBron James of it all. When he left Cleveland the first time, everyone was furious. They burned jerseys. He hadn't given them a championship yet. When he left Cleveland the second time, everybody was like, good for him. I hope he goes and does what he wants. I hope he goes and lives out all his wild and craziest dreams. Why? Because he had, bring, he had already brought them a championship, right? He came back and he, he achieved that part of his goal. So, you know, I, I continue to look at, at Kyrie and, and Aaron Rodgers as different. Not to say I agree with what Aaron Rodgers is doing, but from a team perspective, the Packers have a reason to go ahead and, and – uh, the Packers have a reason to go ahead and put up with it. The Nets have no reason to put up with it, and the, and the Mavs know that Kyrie knows, ready for this, the Mavs know that Kyrie knows that they have to put up with it regardless. That I actually, uh, right now we're going to pivot. This is part of Radio Row right here. Uh, I'm going to pivot because it looks like we are about to have a, a awesome guest step into our our broadcast booth here right the broadcast booth brought to you by pitbull tobacco and more the guest chair that this awesome guest is about to sit in uh also brought to you by pitbull tobacco and more so uh this could be as as it's working right behind me richie i'm not sure if you can see it because we're zooming here it is a uh if you are of a certain age this person is going to be a big uh big get for us and and it's gonna happen now i heard him say that he's gonna come sit with us and i'm going to pass him the microphone robbie's working working overtime here for us so here we go jumping into the pitbull tobacco and more broadcast booth getting ready to sit in the pitbull tobacco and more guest chair is none other than comedian and impressionist aficionado uh frank caliendo Joining the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Frank, thank you for, for jumping in. Absolutely. I couldn't wait to be here. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm seeing you run around. You're, you're, you're doing it all. I was working hard to think of a question that you probably haven't gotten before. Okay, good. Uh, and just because the news broke today, I'm not sure if you've been addressing this one. Okay. Tom Brady, 2024 is the, uh, the date where he'll be in the color commentary booth. You're oh. you're you're uh, legendary for your color commentator impressions. Yeah, is is that enough time to get Tom Brady down? Oh, uh, that's that's actually a very good question. Uh, I don't know. He's very articulate and slow. It'd be interesting to see what his broadcast voice is, because we don't like. For example, if we look at Tony Romo. Tony Romo's not Tony Romo, which I know he's getting a lot of flack right now. Yep. But Tony Romo is not the guy who. You know, when he on those games, he's a kid in a candy store. That's how he describes it. Oh, Jim, take a look at that. Take a look at a Twizzlers and Snickers bar and the Milky Way. It's an incredible galaxy, but even better candy bar. Here we go, Jim. Oh, Tony. By the way, Nance called me one time. And he's like, hello, Frank. Did Jim, he really? Oh, yeah. I have my voicemail saved. 
Um, so, uh, so yeah, I would say there's time. He's got, he's he's very kind of slow, and uh, he's got. The, this is obviously not the impression, but it's where I would start. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm trying to think what you have to have a take behind him. What's what is it? Can, can you be almost too too? Robotic? Is it, can he be too down the middle to, to hit, or is it, does everyone be. have that some be. hook? I mean, he doesn't have a Muppet thing. <laughs> I mean, and sometimes you just have to find what the Muppet like. Okay, so people, I say there's different ways of finding. There's the Muppet thing is Jim Henson, which is Kermit, mm-hmm. or Fozzie Bear, which is Frank Oz, right? And you yep. add a little bit of Kermit, or a little bit of you know, uh, whack a whack a that kind of a thing. So let's say uh, if you're going Kermit the Frog, and then you bring it down, it becomes Jossie Riley. Did you? touch my drum set did you touch my drum set then you bring it uh, put some air and it becomes mark ruffalo I, I see this as an absolute win and this is like uh bring it in you can make it uh joe rogan wow jamie pull that up oh my god wow you know that so those are there it is wild to watch that happen like yeah, in real so time those oh chris hemsworth right chris hemsworth up here yes of course of course of course russell crowe just brings it down here so they're the same voice just slightly yep. higher slightly lower um, so I'd have to. I'd probably find out who who I could do or somebody I could do that's close to a Tom Brady, um, and then work off of that to try and get it. Now the problem is when they go when they're. I was doing Stephen A. Smith earlier, and somebody said that sounds a little like Tracy Morgan because I was sight reading. So I have to say I don't even understand where we're coming from with some of these things because Tracy Morgan becomes more like this. That's crazy. They're different there, but I can see yeah, how they but might you can blend. Get yeah. But I was doing a sight reading thing, and if I'm reading, I can only get into half the impression because I'm trying to read and do something else at the same time. If you have something memorized, it's much easier to do it because you know the flow of the character. Like, you ever see the uh, show Better Call Saul? Mm-hmm. So I can just say, did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do. And so do I. I am Saul Goodman. But that's all I can say. <laughs> I can't do other stuff. <laughs> can't, re- can't yeah, read can't, it. Yeah, can't do other things. So, um, so yeah. I, I, it's if it's going to be, that, there would be time. Yeah, I'm interested. I, that actually caught me as being interested that that's when they've they got to have him doing something during the Super Bowl, I would guess. Uh, I, th- I think it, it's, it's Brady saying, I'm going to take a year and, and yeah, chill. Could, yeah, probably. I, don't, I, I think he wears, wears the pants in a lot of these conversations that he's yeah, having. He's probably trying to figure out stuff with, you know, make sure he knows his kids and stuff like that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> the guy, when you're the greatest at something, um, and you do As it, you would know. I'd have no idea. There to you go. You. See that? I never committed at that level. <laughs> um, I couldn't. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think, with, I, think, I think it's doable, but it's going to be about being kind of – Probably going to be about being bland and milk toasty. Is there something about the the sports world that the, the color commentators, especially? I mean, obviously the the, the Madden. The, well, the because people know. Here's the thing: color commentators are what is their job to add color, right? So they're uh, automatically the job is to be more colorful. So you have a personality. Your personality shows through. Um, the easy way to and it's easy to create content with that because then you just take everyday life and broadcast it like sports. <laughs> yep. So people, what people usually want me to do is they like do play by play of this as John Madden. Like, well, John Madden's not a play by play person. He would break it down after the fact and explain what just happened. So people get those two things even confused. If you're going to do a play by play, it would be an Al Michaels, it would be a Jim Nance, Pat a Summerall. Joe Buck, yep. Yeah, Pat Summerall is easy to do. He's to the twenty, the twenty five. <laughs> you know so. Those are simple um, uh, to do, but the, you know, for something to do like a man, you have to explain something that's already happened, not something so much. If you can kind of explain something that has happened, but it's going to be slower than what's actually happening. 
no, normally here I say that voice you hear is, but the, those voices you hear yeah, right. are Frank Caliendo joining us here in the uh, – he is sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair on the Tim Donnelly Show. Um, the, 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 I actually saw on your Twitter you, you posted a, a play and said, is this worthy of a Pat Semerol? Oh, yeah, John I never Pat? got to it. Yeah, right. Is, is, like, again, when you sat down, I wanted to ask you things he hadn't been asked before. If you're going to break out Pat Summerall and Madden, does it have to be a certain level of play? Like, no, I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I, wouldn't, I used to not even do it on TV at all or because it's so old mm-hmm. and people just say it was so old and they're right. That's why I didn't do it. But then I started doing it with viral videos and just doing voiceovers. And then people went crazy. This is the most, <laughs> this is the most amazing thing in the world. How can you take a, you know, uh, something so old and tied in with something so new? This is brilliant. And I'm like, well, you hated it when I was on the screen. So apparently if you don't show me, it's much better. So, uh, we're talking with Frank Caliendo here. Uh, Frank, we appreciate you. I know you're, you're busy. Yeah, I got to run, run here in a second. Uh, can, can you go ahead and give us a pick? Uh, yeah, I'll do Patrick Mahomes going with the Kansas City Chiefs. There, you go. there we go, man. <laughs> Perfect. Appreciate it. Yeah. Once again, Frank Caliendo right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We'll be back with more of the Tim Donnelly Show after this. This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Sometimes you just have to hear it for yourself. It's the sounds of the weekend on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. Sounds of the weekend coming at you right here on the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. And uh, and with that, right, sometimes you have to hear it for yourself. The reason why you get to hear it for yourself uh, while we're out here at Radio Row with our show sponsor, Dreamlawn. Uh, is because of our internet connectivity. And, of course, our internet connectivity is brought to you by Larry King Law. So uh, thank you to them for helping us stay connected and helping you be able to hear the sounds of the weekend uh, live and in person or wherever you are right now. For the sounds of the weekend, we'll get it started with a best catch from the Pro Bowl, which, well, best is, is in the eye of the beholder. So two more tries here. While he while he flying, he got to be hitting the trampoline. Ah. See, too late. Oh! Hey, oh. There go. Hey, there go. Right on time, baby. There go. The brotherly love comes through. Now, if you can't tell what that was, that was uh, Equinemius St. Brown catching a ball after jumping off a trampoline, tossing it then to Amonra St. Brown, who was catching a ball after jumping over the Lions mascot. And... Uh, and that was the the best catch, I guess. The the, the winner, I, I don't. The best catch contest frustrated me for this reason. And and if you were somebody that tweeted out or or asked a friend or Instagrammed out, if you're somebody that asked this question, what's better, the dunk contest or the best catch contest? I want you. I want this to be very clear. The best catch contest was the dunk contest. Only the worst parts, right? Because the dunk contest is unbelievable athleticism. It's leaping off of the ground. It's dunks. But also you have to put up with all the props and the dumb stuff. The best catch contest was just the props. It was just the costumes. It was just the nonsense. So congratulations, Amonra St. Brown. You're the winner. The only problem with that is you won a contest that has absolutely no appeal. Pro Bowl... Seven on seven, though. The flag football Pro Bowl, though, had a little bit of uh, juice to it, mostly because 
the coaches cared a ton, Eli and Peyton, all the way down to Peyton at the end of the game, arguing with the refs. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. here we go. Somebody knows a bylaw in this rule book. First of all, how in the world has Peyton Manning not gotten involved with a, a team at somewhere? That guy wants to compete so badly. Second of all, he was arguing the rules in a Pro Bowl flag football uh, because there's a rule that once you're inside the five, you can't run. You can't have like a running play because they don't want you like, you know, basically plunging into to defenders on the goal line. Uh, and the other team took a knee and he was counting that as a run. Now, few things. A, if you're playing flag football and there's more rules, you, you need to you, less rules is better in flag football. They shouldn't even have had the opportunity for that many rules. Second of all, uh, the only reason that had any juice at all is because Peyton and Eli really wanted to beat each other. There's uh, an unbelievable amount of clips of those two guys taking it way too seriously, which is the only reason it was fun in the least bit, right? There's a concert going on, uh, some musician jumping around on stage doing their thing. You cut to Eli Manning. He is making notes on his play sheet. Those guys made it whatever it was. And if, if you can't get NFL players to care about the Pro Bowl as much as those two coaches cared about the Pro Bowl, you might as well just uh, pack it in, move on, and say the Pro Bowl was a good thing of the past. Which, by the way, if Mac McClung is the best thing about the dunk contest, you might have to go that way as well. Because, I mean, he's not even in the NBA. College basketball also trying to take advantage of all the eyeballs that were available this past weekend with the NFL not having any games. Uh, and Indiana and Purdue were going at it. Purdue ranked number one, but it ended like this. Step to the ball. The There's the home run. Hoosafino's got him. Who's it in? It's over, baby. It's over. Who's your hysteria? There's no doubt this baby is history. Put it in the books. Put it in the books, and here they come. Number one here goes down, and they wow. storm the floor in Bloomington. Indiana upsets number one Purdue. Now, the, the game of it all, that game, meaning the individual game, doesn't do much for me. But what does do something for me is this college basketball season is going to be chaos. We're here. We're live at the the, the Super Bowl, right? We're, we're in Arizona, Radio Row, getting ready for Chiefs. Eagles. Guess what? The Chiefs and Eagles, the two best teams in their division. They were the number one seed. They they beat the best teams on the way, right? They they they've dominant, do, been dominant at points in time. There's none of that in college basketball. When you fill out your bracket, there will not be a Goliath. And then, oh, do I want to pick the upset? There's going to be 75 teams in a 68 team bracket that could win the whole thing because there is no far and away best team. Which, all of you that told me name, image, and likeness was going to make it so there's only one good team, all the blue bloods are going to be more blue bloody. No. The exact opposite has happened. There's no far and away best team in college basketball this year. Every time someone is, is ranked number one, it's start the countdown until they're no longer ranked number one. LeBron James seemed like he wanted to have Kyrie Irving on his team. Kyrie Irving traded to the Mavs. Here's a LeBron James highlight. Running and carrying. James running up the floor, sidestepping a flush. I play that just to, to read the tweet from LeBron. Maybe it's me. 
and tweet. That's the full tweet from LeBron after Kyrie Irving signed with the Mavs. Maybe it's me. Now, I'm all for a chip on your shoulder. I'm all for finding motivation anywhere. LeBron, you're doing fine. Maybe it's you. Oh, only Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook wanted to play with you. I think you're going to be A-OK. That's it for Sounds of the Week. We're going to continue to work to get you the best guests that we possibly can here on Radio Row. We are in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth here in Arizona, getting set for the big game on Sunday. Uh, the show, our traveling of the show, brought to you by Dreamlawns. And as always, it is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Call and text lines open 757 687 9494. We'll try to have a guest for you coming up next. Stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show live here at Radio Row, brought to you by Dream Lawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Jumping in the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth to sit in our Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, Mike Golick Jr., the host of the Gojo Show over at DraftKings, which he just noticed the DraftKings setup is right next to the TikTok setup. So I got to ask them how I go viral for things other than being a publicly facing man talking about Taylor Swift. Those are the only videos that do well for me are any sort of Taylor Swift-related content on TikTok. I, I have learned polarizing opinions on T-Swift are very, very uh, – uh, there's there's – Two, two camps on the internet, oh, if yeah. that makes any sense. And, and there are certain camps online that you don't want to oppose. The Swifties are one of them. The Beehive Beyonce's yep. fans are the other one. So I just make sure I you know We're going to get to see Rihanna at, uh, at, at Super Bowl halftime. Yes, well, and you remember Stephen A. had to go out there and publicly apologize <laughs> to Rihanna after all that stuff happened with Beyonce. So, again, these are passionate fan bases. So we are flirting with dangerous territory. Let's, yes. let's, let's move. Uh, I was just telling you off air, we actually have a mutual friend went to, to middle school and high school with one of your uh, college teammates, Robbie Toma. So I texted him before this and I said, hey, give me something that, that Mike won't see coming. What he, what he sent our way was ask about puking every practice in game. Oh, yeah. So I have a well-worn reputation and what, for what it's worth, it was a well-worn bright orange shirt. Okay. From my, I, it was the only way I could feel ready to play. Even a practice, though. Yeah, the practice was more just being 300 pounds and having ass reflux. <laughs> the, that case, the heart literally wants what it wants, and it was to get out of my heavy chest. Yeah. But before games, before every game I started, high school or college, I threw up before the game. It was just how I got in that mode. It was how I calmed the nerves. Unfortunately, it just also meant I was hungry by halftime. What, it, was it Was – it, uh like to scale was the national championship more ridiculous than than a high school game so I would the super say, bowl be the ultimate <laughs> the thing that probably should have been the like harbinger of what's to come the national title was the only game i didn't puke before oh i was unbelievable because so it's your fault yes what i'm trying to say <laughs> is don't blame anything else from that game it was me for not losing my lunch 100 percent uh, we're talking with Mike Golick Jr. here on the Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. He's sitting in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. Um, speaking of your former teammates from that era, Tommy Reese just just left your, your – or is leaving your Notre Dame Irish, going to Alabama as the offensive coordinator. Uh, what's your take on, on Tommy kind of jumping to Saban's pasture? Yeah, I, I mean, really excited for Tommy first and foremost. He's a guy I got to play with for three years and was an unbelievably prepared player and a great teammate, and that's already translated into his coaching career. And, and listen, a lot of people will make of – 
him leaving Notre Dame to go to Alabama feel like that's a slight against Notre Dame. It's really not. Tommy has spent his career as a player and so much of his young coaching career at Notre Dame. What you have with Nick Saban's Alabama is such a unique opportunity in the landscape of college football. As far as professional development, to go and be a part of the Nick Saban tree has been an incredibly impactful and, let's call it what it is, lucrative experience (laughs) for so many coaches that have been a part of that. And so I'm excited for him. I'm excited. Bama fans, you're getting what I think is one of the best young coordinators in college football and is going to have a lot of fun tools to play with down there, a lot of fun, exciting players that are now going to get to learn from, I think, a great guy. Pivoting to the uh, the big game that we're all here in Arizona for, the Super Bowl coming up on, on Sunday, uh, we were actually just walking around taking it in yesterday, and I was looking for the first player like active in the Super Bowl that jersey I saw. There's a lot of like mm. Larry Fitzgerald. There's a lot of, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say the first one we saw was Jason Kelsey. Yeah. How, I mean, as an offensive lineman, getting shine on a center at the Super Bowl? Listen. Jason Kelsey is the co-host of the most popular sports podcast in America right now. Now, just lurking outside of that is the Gojo Podcast, wherever you get him. Obviously, run by Knocking another on the form, door. Knocking on the by door. another former <laughs> center. So it should tell you one offensive lineman in the media to quote Deion Sanders, "We're coming." And second <laughs> off, yeah, it's it's been incredible to see the way in modern pro football, and this is a testament to how savvy fans have become, how much information people want to know. Some of these great offensive linemen have become household names. Guys like Jason Kelsey, guys like Lane Johnson Mm -hmm. on the other side, Creed Humphrey, and the offensive line they've amassed there for Kansas City. It's a really special time to be big. Really special time to be big. I like that. Uh, Well, let's just keep going down the line. As an offensive lineman, is there uh, a secret or a difference when you're playing in front of a quarterback with a bum wheel that that might not be as mobile as they normally are like Mahomes? I I think it's amazing with Pat because your muscle memory as a player, when you've got someone special like Mahomes behind you who can buy time and make plays that few other people can on earth, you have to lose the clock in your head very quick. Like we always hear ESPN's pass rush win win rate metric. (laughs) God, that's hard to say. I went to with such confidence (laughs) and barfed all over myself quite like the playing days. But when you've got that two and a half seconds is sort of the mark that they measure of if you're beat less than in less time than that, that's a win mm-hmm. for the defense. If you get more time than that, it's a win for the offense. There's no clock with Mahomes. You've got to hold on for dear life and find a way. And I think we saw in the AFC Championship game, there's still a lot of that to his game when you got in that second half. So you've got to approach it as if he's healthy because when push comes to shove, we saw things got hard for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes decided, I'm taking the governor off this thing. And so if he's going to be out there operating that, you as a guy in front of him, it's not going to make you block any better or harder than you would have, but you have to ignore that desire. Even when the game plan says, we're going to try and get the ball out quicker. We're going to use more motion at the snap. We're going to do all these things to help that. You still have to operate because you have a special player back there. Mike Golick Jr. joining us here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Uh, Mike, a few more before we let you get out of here. Uh, Jalen Hurts and his center. From Oklahoma on opposite sides. Yeah. As, as Creed Humphrey, obviously. As somebody that's that's been a part of that relationship, uh, is, it, is it familial? Is it, like, is it, is it who's who's more torn? The Kelseys going up against actual brothers or the center quarterback that are going up against each yeah, other? Yeah, you know what? The, the Kelseys at least have the built-in advantage that both of them have already won a Super Bowl. Mm. They're walking in playing with house money. So for Creed and for Jalen, they're trying to get to number one. And so I'd imagine it's going to be a little harder for the brothers, that familial yeah. love there. But that bond, you spend a lot of time with a quarterback with his hands in places that very <laughs> few other people are going to in your entire adult life. Those guys, and, and I mean, you spend so much time watching film, and it's that 
you know, not to say that it's the dynamic of big brother, little brother because of a maturity or anything else, but you look at quarterbacks like mm-hmm. that. They're the guys you're supposed to protect on and off the field. You're supposed to be their security detail. So I'm sure it's going to be really special for those guys and the time they got to share at Oklahoma. But make no mistake, both of them understand how much a championship can change your life, and they both want to get a taste of that this weekend. How do you see this one playing out, and, and what's your pick if you've made one publicly? Oof, man, I, I have picked the Eagles early, and – I go back to and reference the Super Bowl that the Chiefs lost to Tampa Bay. The disparity on the line of scrimmage isn't what it was in that game. There were injuries, Mm -hmm. and that Tampa Bay defensive front especially was so great. Like this Philadelphia front is, the difference is the the Chiefs' offensive line is also a really, really strong unit, has been healthy like the Eagles' front. I I just think overall – when you look at what the Eagles' offensive line and run game with Jalen Hurts as a part of it has been able to do to defenses, I think it makes it a lot harder for the Chiefs, who were successful last week. Chris Jones was incredible against an offensive line that was beat up and full of backups and finally looked like it. I think that ground attack is the difference for Philadelphia, and I think they eke out a barn burner. We mentioned you're a part of the media now. Do you have the integrity, or are you going to go to another show and pick pick Kansas City so we can uh... – you can have be, be right in either direction. So as a graduate of the Stugatz School of Broadcasting, <laughs> Stugatz is going to go from table to table and give different picks. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the temperature day to day. Okay. So I'm going to give a consistent pick today, but if by tomorrow I hear some smart people around here give a really good like, I'm so scared of Patrick Mahomes. He terrifies me. I say this pick, and I'm like limping there. It's like at the blackjack table when you're hitting on 16. I'm like, I'm tapping it. Like, give me a little one, please. That's how I feel with this one. So I might change day to day, but I won't do it to you guys. Right. Just go to the next table I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't feel disrespected at all <laughs> mike we appreciate you for stopping by and uh enjoy the rest of the week and in the big game thanks for having me guys appreciate it once again that's mike golick jr host of the gojo show you can catch it on DraftKings, uh and their their big setups right to the right of ours so it's a pretty sweet one uh we'll be back with more of the tim donnelly show top of the next hour stick around